Money FM 89.3, best of the breakfast huddle. Mind your business with the breakfast huddle only on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3, The Breakfast Huddle with Elliot Danka and Bharati Jagdish. Uh, on Minor Business this morning, we're going to talk about the Regional Comprehensive Economic Partnership, or RCEP. Uh, it was established 1st January. Yes, and it's touted to be the largest regional free trade agreement ever signed and a game changer for businesses across all participating markets, levelling the playing field for SMEs when it comes to international trade. So, I mean, if you're talking about cost savings, greater market access, and obviously these are huge benefits for Singapore businesses as the world's largest largest trade deal comes into force. But of course, they need to know how to position themselves correctly to take full advantage of this agreement. To help us out this morning, we're joined by Matt Parkey, President of UPS South Asia Pacific. Good morning, Matt. Good morning, Bharati and Elliot. Good to be with you. Now, Matt, of course, UPS is a multinational shipping and receiving and supply chain management company, but you do have some connections or a great deal of connections with SMEs around the region. And we want to talk about how this agreement might help them and how they can leverage the agreement. But first, I'd like to know more about the sorts of challenges you have been facing in recent times amid COVID-19. Supply chain challenges continue to dog business and markets. Yes, indeed, it's so true. But I must say that we've managed well throughout the pandemic. Um, You know, as a critical infrastructure business, we've been working in pandemic conditions for almost two years now. We've continued to use the flexibility of our global network to deliver for our customers throughout the time. Now, RCEP in particular should help alleviate some of the supply chain concerns that's been brought about by the pandemic restrictions as more intra-Asia trade is encouraged. So in addition to delivering on our daily customer commitments, we've also very successfully used our healthcare network within a network to assist with the global rollout of COVID-19 vaccines. We've delivered to communities all over the world and I'm proud to say with 99.99% on-time delivery. And in December 2021, we reached a major milestone. We successfully completed delivery of our 1 billionth vaccine dose. It's a milestone we're very proud of as a company. And Matt, thank you for making sure those deliveries come true. We really appreciate it. It's changed the world. How has, though, RCEP how can how can it mitigate any other challenges that come with COVID-19? Yeah, so a common headache for small and medium-sized businesses wanting to sell or manage imports and exports is trying to decipher and navigate the complicated customs rules and regulations for each country that they do business in. Now, there's optimism around RCEP that it's potential to open up both supply chains to receive materials and also customer bases for them to sell their products and hopefully simplify regulations imposed at customs in the various countries across the region. Now, it's understandable that an agreement on the scale of RCEP is complicated, can be very daunting to businesses. Mm. So success in taking advantage of RCEP is not a given and ensuring that businesses are able to get the most out of the deal 
will require some careful logistics planning. Well, we know how to do that. You know, there may be instances, for example, where an existing trade deal actually offers better terms than those laid out by RCEP. So some businesses may end up using different trading frameworks for different shipments, depending on what's being exported and where it's going. So seeking an expert is advised. UPS is here to help simplify and demystify the complexities of our set. How should that education process unfurl? I mean, it's going to be pretty difficult, I'm guessing, for a lot of SMEs to put resources towards understanding all the various agreements in place and which ones might be the best for them. What's your advice there? How can they get started on this journey? Yeah, so it's a great question. I mean, first of all, let's just set the context of why RCEP is so important, specifically to small and medium-sized businesses. About 97% of all businesses across RCEP countries are SMBs, and they contribute to more than half of the region's economy. Specifically in Singapore, where I live, SMBs employ about 70% of the Singapore workforce, represent 99% of all enterprises in Singapore. Now, the pandemic, as we mentioned, has been particularly challenging for SMBs who generally have fewer staff many of whom juggle multiple roles, time is tight, cash flow is limited, taking the leap into cross-border trade can seem complicated, daunting, expensive. So why should they take the leap and how? For why, I would provide two main reasons. RCEP's a great opportunity for businesses across Asia to take advantage of cross-border trading at lower cost and navigate these global supply chain challenges caused by COVID-19. We've seen the disruptions around the world in obtaining materials. This can help you regionalize that supply chain where you may not have had those regional supply chains in the past. Now, secondly, we expect huge growth in intra-Asia trade lanes and foreign direct investment. Singapore's largest import and export lane is intra-Asia. So now is a good time for businesses to reassess their regional growth strategy by tapping into foreign markets. Now, how do you do that? Well, let UPS make it simple for you. We have 80 plus years of customs brokerage expertise, and I'll tell you we can make doing business across borders just as easy as doing business across town. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, I I like how you ironed out the strategies in that sense of what they can take advantage of. Uh, I love a good selling of tariff reliefs, allowances. Uh, I am curious though, Matt, have you heard anything on, on, say, the more psychological front, the more fear front, why these SMEs still don't want to tap onto this? Yeah, so I believe it is complexity. It is quite um, daunting to try to understand the different regulations from the different countries. Now, one of the things that RCEP is doing is uh, simplifying that. So it's making one set of rules versus 15 different sets of rules for the 15 countries that are involved. Uh, But quite honestly, it is just simply the complexity and it's also the cost because tariffs are expensive and this will help eliminate the cost or at least reduce the cost on 92% of goods over the next 20 years among the participating countries.
Do you have any specific examples of the types of savings that small businesses could experience as a result of leveraging agreements such as these? Yeah, sure. So there are tons and tons of products that are being listed as potential reductions for tariffs. And it really does span the gamut. You know, when you think about 92% of all goods traded, uh, so it's both on the supply chain side for materials, for component parts, uh, but also selling finished goods. And it really does um, uh, cover the gamut of possible finished goods that are being sold. So both receiving materials from the supplying countries uh, as now a part of possibly your new supply chain strategy, and then also selling in to these countries, which may not be your customer base in the past, but now it opens up a new opportunity for you to sell in uh, to markets that you had not tapped before. I, I like how you use the word opportunity because, you know, listening to the complexity, and I do sympathize with businesses who find it a bit complex, right? Is there an opportunity perhaps to seek out advice or consults into how to really take advantage of RCEP? Have you seen any of this? Yeah, so we actually offer a program. We call it oh. Trade Assist. Okay. And this is just basically a brokerage consulting service, if you will. So we've been in the brokerage customs business for 80 years, and we have developed a Trade Assist program just to help companies navigate what can be uh, very complex. We simplify it. We demystify it. And we make it easy for them because we do the work for them. We have in-house uh, brokerage expertise. We have relationships with customs authorities around the world. We operate in 220 countries. So we know how to do this. And it's not our first free trade agreement. We've been working with free trade agreements for years. Uh, this is just the newest and the largest. Uh, but it makes it even more important to you know, join up with your logistics partner like UPS uh, from the very beginning of planning your growth strategy as a company, planning your supply chain strategy as a company, because we can help you save money. We can help you save a lot of time, which is really important for the customer experience. Looking at an agreement like RCEP, right, would you say there are some areas perhaps that can be improved in order to make it even better for businesses and more seamless for businesses? Yeah, so it's still very early days, right? And given the scope and complexity of the agreement, the possible permutations are vast mm. and depend to a large extent on things like the nature of the business. So, for example, what is the business shipping? Where from? Where to? Who the target customers are? We do know from conversations with our current customers that there's optimism around RCEP and its potential to open up new customer bases and supply chain opportunities and hopefully simplify the regulations. So it's a bit early to say uh, we're still working through this, of course, as a new and world's largest free trade agreement, uh, but it looks promising. There's also optimism around establishing free trade between nations for the first time. So RCEP represents a landmark change with free trade between China and Japan, 
and free trade between Japan and South Korea. This has not existed before. Uh, Matt, this might not be a trade-related question, but since I've got the president of UPS South Asia Pacific on the line, I can't help but ask a curious question about technology and data. The kind of role it plays, I mean, when you have these free trade agreements, does that mean that access to to this technology becomes easier? Like, uh, for example, the Suez Canal issue, if there was more data, that could have been uh, that could have been mitigated. Is this something that we have to pay close attention to? Elliot, it's a very astute question. I appreciate that you asked it. We help businesses use technology to their advantage. Let me give you an example. We use artificial intelligence to learn individual shipping patterns of customers. And this helps us simplify the shipping process for small businesses. It leads to fewer customs delays and accurately calculates fees and taxes so businesses know exactly how much they're paying. Uh, We also, this may be a surprise to you, but We're also dealing with broker packets of information that in many countries are still paper-based. And in Singapore, as an example, we've converted that to electronic data and information from the shipper, which just makes the process uh, more efficient, more effective, and quicker for the end customer. All right, so moving forward, If you could give the Singapore authorities your wish list as a business with a presence in Singapore and, of course, a business that comes into contact with a lot of SMEs, what would you say is needed in terms of just making things easier as we get out of this pandemic? Thank you for asking that, Bharati. The um, Singapore budget is actually going to be delivered in two days. And we're actually hoping to see the easing of restrictions on cross-border trade and travel to provide businesses with the stability they need to plan their operations. You know, pursuing trade liberalization through RCEP is part of Singapore's long-term growth strategy. Singapore continues to seek out new growth areas and create new jobs. So businesses can take full advantage of RCEP gains by working with UPS as their part, leveraging network and and expertise to navigate the complexity of free trade agreements. And we remain a very strong partner of Singapore, as Singapore is the South Asia Pacific hub uh, for our business. We've been speaking with Matt Parkey, who is president of UPS South Asia Pacific. Matt, really appreciate your time this morning. You take care and stay safe. Thank you, Elliot. Thank you, Barati. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.